1: What's going on Steelers nation high noon on a Wednesday afternoon. That can only mean one thing. It's time to go inside the electric factory for the next 120 minutes here on SNR, Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, Yin's already know to drill. This is Steelers blitz. And we want your questions, comments, concerns, and reactions. And you can find us on the Twitter.com at Wesley Euler at the body 52. The
2: body. What's up, Moatsy? man, you know, just ready to embrace debate. (laughs) <laughs> it's a beautiful day today. I woke up, had my coffee, had my tea. Oh, yeah, and it's go time now.
1: Yeah, Gregory was tweeting us last night about how he was loving the uh, the spirited debates that we were getting <laughs> into yesterday about, well, we, we were arguing quarterback you. Yeah. That was the big one, right? Uh, Russell Wilson, does he belong to NC State or Wisconsin? He's a
2: Wisconsin guy. It's cool.
1: Arthur Motes. He's from a whole pack of badgers right that's what he a wolf pack of badgers right isn't that how he introduces badgers. himself yeah. when he gets like you know on sunday night yeah. football or it's monday local, night football you know home of the wolf pack, and badgers. A wolf pack of badgers that's pretty good there from russell wilson but arthur Motz today on the program it's a linebacker you day hey Ooh, let's man. talk about it who is vying for the title of linebacker you there's a bunch of schools moatsy a lot of the the usual suspects right But maybe the most surprising thing to me on this list is, you know, just a guy who grew up in Pennsylvania, spent a lot of time, you know, in Big Ten country, if you will. You hear a lot about Penn State, right? That's Linebacker U. They sell t shirts on campus that say Linebacker U. Yeah, they're last. They're 10, I mean, they're in the top 10, but they're 10th on this list on NFL.com. I mean or technically they could be 9. Well, that's true. I guess they're tied for 9. <laughs> but LSU's list, I mean I, I don't know. I guess that's maybe a uh, an alphabetical, alphabetical an alphabetical yeah. order thing. Um but let's you, you want to start at the back? Or you want to start at the top of this list. Man, you know you started at the top. I don't know why you want to switch it up now. Georgia number 1 on this list. And man, I mean they've they've had some some really good linebackers. They've had some guys that have been drafted really high as well too. It's interesting to me how they do this, Motsi, right? Because you and I were talking, like, Kendrell Bell is listed on here for Georgia. Mm-hmm. And he gets them a lot of points because he won a Rookie of the a Year award. A massive amount of points. That gets you a lot of points, you know, in the way that this is weighted for winning a Rookie of the Year award. Whereas if you look at Miami, Ray Lewis isn't on the list. How? So how can Kendrell Bell be on Georgia's list but how Ray sway? Lewis isn't on Miami's how? list?
2: How, Sway?
1: I mean, there's not that much of a difference between when those guys came into the league, what, three years, maybe? Yeah. Four years, maybe? I, I, I'm not sure. But Georgia, I mean, Justin Houston, Alec Ogletree, Leonard Floyd, Will Witherspoon, Thomas Davis. My dog,
2: Jarvis Jones, Jarvis baby.
1: Jones, uh, From college game day, David oh, Pollock. Rennie Curran. Hey, they got Yeah, still Roquan Smith, who's had a yeah. nice
2: start to his career in Chicago. They definitely got some names up here. Shout out to Thomas Davis too, man. He's still kicking. Mm-hmm. He, he is. Still, he's still he's kicking, man. Still
1: somehow, Alabama number two, C.J. Mosley, Domenico Ryan's,
2: Rolando McClain. He was supposed to be that dude. Oh Mark out. Barron. Man. Yeah,
1: he was. What happened to Rolando McClain? He went yeah. to the Raiders, right? No,
2: no. off off the field issues. Okay, off the field issues. Multiple. Issue. We'll, off we'll, the field leave,
1: field we'll leave we'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Reuben Foster is another one of those alabama linebackers yeah
2: but at least with ruben like remember the the one incident where ruben got proven to be false it got it got dropped, it got right? dropped yeah. yeah and yeah. then he ended up uh trying his acl his first day at practice with, with uh, the with, washington team yeah right i believe so hold on we got google we got google here real quick baby uh yeah yep yeah but he tore like the first day so that held him back but yeah man rolando was supposed to be that guy golly yeah. Courtney Upshaw, jeez. Rashawn Evans. I mean, there's, there's some really yeah. good football
1: players on that Alabama list for sure. D'Amico Ryan, he did it for a long time for the Texans yeah. too, bro. Yeah, I mean, he had, what, decade-long career? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Florida State, yo boys.
2: Hey, I love my Florida State guys, man. Is that your is that your mistress school, Mozi? Oh, without a doubt, man. Listen, listen, <laughs> Florida State was my first love. Florida State was the chick that I was eyeing for a long time, <laughs> like, boy, I can't wait till I get this job at McDonald's, man. I'm finna pull up and holler at her. And then <laughs> then I had that job, I tried to pull up, and she like, nah, boy, I only eat Ruth Chris. And I was like, oh, oh, no. oh my bad. <laughs>
1: Uh, Ernie Sims, Cam Wembley, Telvin Smith, Lalo Dog, yeah. Nigel Bradham. I always forget that he's from Florida State Absolutely. too. Absolutely. That's my dog. Shout out to Vince too, Vince man. Williams. Yep, uh Gino Hayes. Man, there's man, some Man, Bajoran Warner was, was supposed to be that State. dude.
2: He had a nice year in uh, in, uh Indianapolis he and kind of fell off. Yeah,
1: Buster Davis as well too. I mean, Nick Moody.
2: Geez. Some
1: names in there for Florida State. Then of course USC, right? You had the Trio that all played together. Oh, yeah. Clay Matthews, Brian Cushing, Ray Malaluga, Lofa Tatupu, which Shout is just
2: Keith Rivers.
1: a great football name. Lofa, Lofa Tatupu. Nick Perry as well, too. Nice career at a USC. Then this is the confusing one for me. Miami, because no Ray Lewis. But you still got Jonathan Vilma. You still got John Beeson. I mean, DJ Denzel Perry. Yeah, Morgan. Yeah. Sean Rocky. Spence. Formally, formerly of this parish here in Pittsburgh. Shout Anthony out to Chicalo. the homie, young chick. Formerly of this parish here in Pittsburgh. I ain't down there in Baton Rouge. Yeah, I got to think, Boatsy. You put Ray Lewis on that list, and that's a I tough, said Baton Rouge. I'm tripping. Nullis. Baton Rouge is LSU. Yeah, yeah, he's in New Yeah, he's in New Uh, Miami, number five on this list. Number six, Ohio State. There's some good ones on here. AJ the Hawk, Ohio James, Laura Naitis. How about Ryan Shazier? Man, Raquan McMillan, there's some good names. Vernon Golston.
2: Dude, Larry Knightis had a crazy career in Saint Louis. He really did. Remember him and Chris Long were like the only two people on that defense mm-hmm. there, man.
1: Yeah, he really he had a very underrated career, yeah. I feel like. Uh, of course, Bobby you, Carpenter. you can't have Ohio State without right after them having Michigan, of course, because that's how these things have worked oh, over the last two man. decades. That's up north. Absolutely. <laughs> David Harris, Lamar Woodley, our guy, Larry Foot, our Kato guy, June? Devin Bush, Dahani Jones.
2: Dahani did go to Michigan. Yeah, I forgot about that. I did, too. Shout out the <laughs> Dahani, man. He was the first one to show me how to tie a bow tie, bro. Was he really? Yes, bro. Look crazy. at that. Crazy. Was that before you could
1: just go on YouTube easily? Yeah, absolutely, And, and man. just see, yeah, all
2: right, here's how you do a bow Shoot, tie. I'm still, still in Buffalo, man. You, people on YouTube in it. Yeah, YouTube in yeah. it.
1: UCLA, number eight, Anthony Barr, Eric Kendricks, man, Akeem Ayers, Miles Jack. They don't have really necessarily the superstar, but there's a lot of solid guys yeah, on absolutely. that UCLA Shout out to my
2: list. dog Jordan Zumwalt, too, man.
1: Yep. Yep. Uh, and then uh, it tied. Do, do we
2: even say Josh Uche with uh, Michigan? I, he's, I think he's so. On the list too. Yeah, he is on the he, list. Him and Rashawn Gary. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the new wave. That the is new the new school. wave.
1: Uh, and then tied for ninth place: LSU and Penn State. LSU has Dion Jones, Quan Alexander, Kelvin Shepard. Oh, my Shepherd. dog Shep. Yeah, Ooh. Duke Riley, Devin White, Yo, who you know is my guy. What happened
2: to Perry Riley? You remember, he was he was all right in Washington. He was.
1: Oh, yeah. What happened? What happened to Barkavius
2: Mingo too? He won a Super Bowl. He he did. That's yes. right. Yes, <laughs> he went and won a Super Good for Bowl. for him, man. He Good for him. He, is he still in Indianapolis? I think he about, He he went from Cleveland. Yeah. To Indy, Indy, then to New England. To New England. Then I think he went back, back to, to he Indy. He might be back yeah. in Indy
1: right now, yeah.
2: Yeah, but he definitely – I mean, they, they used him right up there in uh oh, in New England, though, man. man. He went and got some sacks and everything.
1: They got the two first-round picks, Chase on and Queen, this yeah. past it year. Yeah,
2: he can He's third-rounder with the Browns. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. And then, of course, Penn State. Tom Lee, Lavar Arrington, Navarro. Boy, my dog, Gover, Paul Pazlesny. There he is. Sean Lee. There he is.
2: Shout-out to my know. dog, Josh Holt, Hall, Josh Hall too, man. They're part of that same, you know, with Navarro Bowman and yeah. Sean Lee, the, the trio to get drafted how, together. How is Penn State not higher on this? I list? don't know. How is, how's Navarro
1: Arrington and Navarro, Navarro Bowman getting so few points on this, this system here? Yeah, that's nuts, bro. Tom Bale,
2: beast I in mean, Kansas even for Leslie, few years. I feel should have more points on this thing.
1: You're right. Dude had a decade-long NFL career. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Got some Pro Bowls in there and everything. All right, Arthur Motes. so you know where we're going with this. Sean Lee, just the injuries, man. That's what held him back, but he was a beast when healthy. Yeah, 100%. Hodges?
0: I forgot about Drew. 100%.
2: Jeez.
1: This was like your – so Florida State was your first crush. Penn State was like your second crush,
2: right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Penn State – Penn State hurt my heart the most, though. <laughs> <laughs> because, see, Florida State, they would just booze you the whole time. They never even, like, noticed me. That's yeah. cool. If you don't notice me, I never really had a chance. So I never really got denied. You just didn't see me. Until it was too late. It's your loss, not mine. Really. You know I mean? Penn State. Penn State. We went on a couple of dates. That's the problem. Penn State went on a couple dates. She was complimenting me, telling me I got nice hair, beautiful eyebrows, and then she went and hollered at somebody else. She was like, "Yo, let's mm-hmm. make it official with the other dude, not me." So that kind of hurt my heart. You know what I mean? I, I didn't, I didn't been up there to the campus multiple times, man. I didn't done, done the little campus <laughs> they, they had. I, I even when, uh, I mean, I, I done sitting there in front of Joe Pye and I'm looking at the Coke bottle glasses, like, "Yo, how can you see with these things?" Like. Golly, this is crazy i been in <laughs> that I had these convos Shaking mm-hmm. their hands, man Feeling important All the over campus You know what I'm saying? And then they just and then they, they just left you hanging They say, you know You cute and everything But uh It's not, it's not you, it's, it's, it's us It's not you, it's us It's, it's no, not no, no, you, it's, it's me, me. The, the, the time is not right right now oh, That's, that's right. all It's, we're it's just time working, We're working
1: on ourselves You know, know what I mean? here, it's, you know? It's, it's a time and then It's not the right time For a relationship Hurt my heart, man it yeah. hurt my heart. Thrash points out on Twitter too, Jack freaking ham. How's Penn State not higher? Man. I do think it's important to notice, or to note, I should say, um, and it's the reason why Ray Lewis isn't on here. It's guys drafted in the
2: last twenty years. That's what it is. Yep. So Ray Lewis just missed the cup by what a year or two in that yes. in that regard. And then they also have the the scoring system. So if you were a top ten pick, you get ten points. Mm-hmm. Round one, uh or if you're eleven through thirty two in the first round, eight points, and so on and so on. Then they talk about if you win a Rookie of the Year or, or award, an All Pro Which is selection. Why George is so high on it? Yeah. The, because
1: they had Kendrell Bell, Absolutely. they have uh, 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 Jarvis Jones, mm-hmm. David Pollock, guys who didn't necessarily have the longest careers, Right, but they, but have they some were awards. high pedigree picks, yeah. and they won some individual awards. And
2: anytime you get any of the the major league awards, MVPs, Office Play of the Year, Defensive Player of the Years, any of those type of stuff, you get more points as well. So just to, just to give a little context, I still think it's nonsense, though. Where are you going? Um Where you going? This is tough man because Georgia definitely It is tough has guys. They really do. But I feel like Bama probably has the more consistent guys mm-hmm. from a league standpoint. Mm-hmm. But then I can make that same debate about the Penn State guys I know. And in know feel I clear. know, dude. LeVar Arrington,
1: Tomah Lee, Navarro Bowman, Paul Lesney. That's a even tough, Sean Lee. I'm even like dude, Sean Lee. That's tough to top, bald. man. Brandon Short, like that.
2: I'm like, man.
1: Uh, for me, I'm going with Miami. I think just slightly, but then I think I'd have Penn State and Georgia right on their
2: heels, <sighs> and Alabama as well too. See, for me, I think I'm going Alabama. I think Alabama, just because when I look at the guys like a C.J. Mosley, he's still in his career right now, still going to be producing, getting better. The Miami guys.
1: Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, I'm kind of cheating because I'm like, I'm including Ray Lewis. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, well, you think Ray Lewis, Jonathan Vilma, John Beeson. That's a tough trio to top. But he's not on this list. (laughs) But he's not on this list. So I don't want to hear none of that. If we're just going based off of this
2: list, I think I'm going Penn State. Georgia or Alabama see I'm probably going Alabama then Penn State because Penn State like I said they broke my heart so they can't be (laughs) number one but yeah
1: (laughs) yeah I mean Alabama CJ Mosley D'Amico Ryans Mark Barron Donta Hightower because
2: when I look at it you say so CJ CJ Mosley Donta Hightower um, Rashawn uh, Rashawn Evans yep Ruben Foster he's coming back from injury but he's still playing these are all Mm -hmm. still guys that are Sean Evans better right yeah, Mac Wilson. I mean, even Mark Barron, he's still gonna be playing somewhere this year. Mm-hmm. Might be back here. I mean, you never know. I think I'm gonna go, you know what? I think you've convinced me. I think I'm gonna
1: go with Alabama. Alabama 1, Penn State two, Georgia three. How about yeah, that? I like that. How about that? What say you? We already got one tweet from Thrash on Twitter. We will uh take your tweets throughout know the show. My Florida
2: State guys is nice though. I know.
1: Especially Law Dog. They nice. On Twitter at Wesley Uller at the Body Fifty Two. The body. When we come back here, speaking of Thrash on Twitter. A couple weeks ago, he floated this idea that he would like to hear our all-time starting 22 mm-hmm. AFC North lineups. Well, for Thrash and for Steelers Nation Radio, we got you on the other side. We've got our all-22, mozi plus we got some special teams and some head coaches as well, mm-hmm, too. We're taking mm-hmm. it to the next level. So since 2002, right, that was the first year that the AFC North became uh, came into existence. So since 2002... Who is our starting lineup of AFC North players, right? So we're not going to talk like the Lamberts and the Hams and the Mean Joes. We're talking guys that played in the AFC North. Who's your starting lineup? We will do that on the other side. He's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler, and this is Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is
0: the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR.
1: It's time to embrace debate as we love to do here on the program. We've been kicking this one around for a few weeks, and we are just, I mean, Arthur Motes, we are firmly into our gold rush of content here even more so we're gonna kind of sink or swim here in the next like two weeks right i mean isn't that what has to happen we've nah, either we've, we've either got to have some nfl news right that we've either got to nah. have some real some training camps some real nfl stuff happening in the next couple weeks here or you and i have just completely exhausted all of our creativity
2: not a chance you you, you have little faith you know how many people have fell off the cliff since we since we did took over, man? This is nothing. We just getting started, baby.
1: Uh, speak for yourself. Uh, <laughs> so, Arthur Moz, one of the uh you know, one of the pieces of content that we've been sitting on here for a couple mm-hmm. weeks by our buddy Thrash on Twitter and see, this is why we love the power grid. I mean, you guys are you guys are producing topics for us here on the show. Mhm. This one we got here. Ooh, this should be fun. Your all-time AFC North starting lineup, Arthur Motes. When Thrash tweeted us this, that one day we were like, "Ooh, we can have some fun with that." Oh yeah. Um, and again, I-, I think it's important to note, right? These are not just guys who played for franchises that are in the AFC North.
2: The AFC North. You get your microphone. I was going to say, man, I don't know what I'm doing over here. <laughs> He just got his microphone halfway <laughs> across the studio. He's like, oh, well, over there. Well, well, wait a minute. <laughs> but no, man, the AFC North, it started officially in 2002. So when we talk best players in the AFC North, we're counting from 2002 on. Yes. Not what you did in 97. Not Correct. what you did in 2000. Correct. Oh, 02 and on. Mm-hmm.
1: So uh, they're like it. So keep that in mind, right? Because – you know that guy like Rod Woodson that that throws uh, some difficulty into the conversation. You know some guys that you might think are slam dunks. So Arthur Motes, I know how this works. I got to go first.
2: I was actually gonna go first, but since you already said it, you go. Oh, it's here cool, we bro. go. I All right, no, you go first. No, no, man. You already no, said come it, on, man. You do it. You already said it. It's no, cool, right? man. No, 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 no. You already said it, man. So go ahead, which bad so? <laughs> how about this? You got to tell me offense or defense where are we starting? Ooh, I like this. Let's go offense. Okay, let's get it out the way. Keep it
1: uniform. Yeah, get it out the way. And you know what? I'm gonna go with. It's funny because um, he's the only Cleveland Brown on my list, but he was maybe other than quarterback, the easiest decision to make. Mm-hmm. Left tackle Joe Thomas. Okay, who
2: starts at left tackle? What type of list do you have? What? <laughs> Hey. Who starts there? That's hey, like you saying, oh, hey, if you, I want to start at right guard. Off, listen,
1: <laughs> what? Listen, I'm the leadoff batter here, all right? If you want to talk
2: to the manager of the team you and get, always, the,
1: get it, the lineup listen, sheet and start somewhere
2: else. Any list that we do, with this office, you are the first started one to start at quarterback. Even yesterday, when they got quarterback, tight end, tackle, offensive line, defense. line. So let's go quarterback, yeah. Today, you want to start at left tackle? Hey. Really?
1: Well, I said you know, quarterback was a pretty simple call. Oh, Left tackle man. might have been the only call that was about
2: as slam dunk. Who'd you go with at quarterback then, Flacco?
1: Obviously, I went with Baker Mayfield. I mean, oh, okay. obviously, fair I enough, went with Johnny enough. Manziel. What fair are we? Enough. What are we talking about? Johnny here?
2: football man. Uh,
1: Arthur Motz he's my only Cleveland Brown on the list, but like I said, he was maybe the easiest call of this. Left tackle Joe okay. Thomas. I mean, come on, best best of his yeah. era here. Uh just amazing the consecutive starts record that he has. Just absolutely incredible. Left tackle Joe Thomas, left guard. Oh baby, I mean this. Is, oh, could you imagine Joe Thomas and Alan Fanica lining up next to each other? Mm-hmm. You kidding me? Give me Joe Thomas. Give me Alan Faneca. Uh, this offensive line is just ridiculous. Is. <laughs> because at center, I've got Marquise Pouncy. Okay. Baby, come on. What are we talking about here? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple ways I could have gone with this one, but. Again, if you're talking AFC North and their accomplishments and what they've done in the division, I think it's Pouncey clearly there. Now, right guard, I did a little shuffling here with the guards, right? And some people might say, oh, well, this guy played on that side, this guy played – you know what? These guys are so good, they can figure it out. Okay. All right? I got – Marshall Yonda okay. at right guard. Okay, so we got the left side of the line. You know, the center and the left guard, we got the Steelers portion. We got Joe Thomas out on Browns Island. And then the right side of our line is, is the the uh, the Baltimoreans' version there. Okay, so okay. right guard, I've got Yonda. Right tackle, I've got Jonathan Ogden. So offensive line one more time. I mean, this is just insane. <laughs> Joe Thomas, Alan Fanica, Marquise Pouncey, Marshall Yonda, and John. <clears throat> Ogden. Those are my five starting offensive linemen.
2: Now, so, oh, do I get a chance to talk offensive Are You gonna, well, you gonna uh, you the tell whole me. thing? You tell me how you want to do this. I mean, you want to go O line? It came like you were just going to go O line, so then I was going to go my O line. Let's do it. Then like you'll that. go skill position, I'll like go skill because position. because that's, that's more, yeah. you know, we'll dissect each other's picks. Yeah, absolutely. So, funny thing is, mine is actually identical. The exact same? The exact same. <laughs> I, I literally have Joe Thomas, Alan Fanica, Pouncy, Yonda Ogden. Now, the difference is this when I was looking at center, mm-hmm. I was kind of flip flopping between Pouncy and Alex Mack. Mm -hmm. Alex Mack, I mean, dude, he he's been a beast, but this is my issue with him. He has some of his better years still in Atlanta, and I was like, I'm not counting that because that's not AFC North. AFC North, that's just NFL. So. That was the one thing that, that was a knock on him. And obviously, when we're talking about Yonder versus Castro, it's just Yonder's is a lot—he's more decorated. Sure. Castro could get there yes, in the he next could. five years, Absolutely. certainly. But as it stands right now, Yonder is the more decorated player. He's a gold, with, with he's the, a gold jacket guy.
1: Yeah, without a doubt.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah, And he's another guy, like when you talk about Fannica Fanica played guard but then lined up at tackle and still was a beast— Yan has done that as
1: yep. well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, We got a lot of versatility
2: <laughs> with these five. <laughs> we were like, oh, yeah, Yan is on a bit tackle. Let's get him. He was like, oh, okay, this is not sweet. All right, gotcha. Slow your roll. Slow yeah. your roll. <laughs> but, man, Ian Ogden, I mean, bro, you, yeah. Come on. Yeah, let's go. Let's be real. <laughs> Come on.
1: <laughs> this was doing the offensive line, I think, was easier than I thought it would be. I agree. Because I, like, uh, you're right. Other than Mac, there was really
2: no other consideration. Because like, for me, for like, me. I, I knew other names that have been successful, mm-hmm. but I knew also they had more of their success elsewhere. Like, when I thought of Mitchell Schwart- uh, Schwartz, I was like, oh, he's got some all pros, obviously, Super Bowl champion, but that was all in, in uh, Kansas City. Correct. Not in Cleveland. Correct. So I'm like, okay, well, that changes a lot right there. And then you just go off of that whole basis of AFC North only. Mm-hmm. What have they done there? Mm-hmm. Then it did become very clear.
1: I think so. So we got the same starting five on the offensive line. Going uh, to the receiver. Where you want to go? Did next? we? So I have two wide receivers, a running back, a tight end, and a flex. Is that
2: the same thing you got? Actually, I have two wide receivers. Okay. A running back, fullback, tight end, with Ooh. a flex. Yeah. Ooh, look because, at you. Because, because my issue is this. I was like, my flex technically could be like it could be an extra offensive lineman, an extra hmm. receiver, well, you a got running 12, back. Or you whatever. got 12
1: starters on the offensive side of the football there. Well,
2: no, no, so. I treat like the all-pro team? all-protein. All protein, <laughs> all protein? yeah. They <laughs> they're it, cheating it. to get yeah, that. Yeah, they ex- like, hey, throw a flex up there. So <laughs> they're cheating to get that extra guy in there. Yeah, so I made sure that both my offense and defense has a traditional eleven, okay, so, but then it has an additional flex player. that could be anything. You know what I mean? So, so that was kind of how I went with I it. I
1: like how you laid it out because then I can make this work. So I'm gonna tell you how I did it right and then i'm gonna go i'm gonna do your i'm gonna throw in a fullback there as well too and i'm gonna make this work so here's what i had uh i had right two wide receivers a running back a tight end and a flex for my two wide receivers one of them was obviously antonio brown absolutely i mean what are we talking about here the most consistently great wide receiver since jerry rice all Uh, in the afc
2: too all in the afc all
1: in the afc north and a team that was winning the afc north like every other year with baltimore it was one of the two yeah antonio brown and then this was maybe the most difficult decision uh-oh, for me. Uh oh uh <laughs> oh. Let's do it. <laughs> Which guy with the stripes on his helmet did I want? Uh-huh. Did I want the, the guy that I've seen more of? Uh-huh. AJ Green. You oh. seen more AJ Green? Or do I want Ocho Cinco? Time
2: on, time on. How old are you? Have you seen more of AJ Green?
1: Well, when Ocho Cinco was doing his thing, right? You know, what was that? Two thousand three, two thousand four, two thousand five. I was 13, 14, 15 years oh, old. I wasn't okay, really okay. watching gotcha. football like okay, I watch okay. it now. You know gotcha. what I mean? That's that's all that I meant by okay, that. Okay. I was like, man, yeah, yeah, bought, you remember know that boy? You remember that But you <laughs> know <laughs> what? Deadly. So here's what I did, and I'm gonna be able to make this work where I can take both of them. But here's what I did: I went Antonio Brown, wide receiver; Ocho Cinco, wide receiver. Okay. Right then, I had running back Jamal Lewis. I had tight end Heath Miller, and I had Flex Lev Bell. Ooh. But here's what I'm gonna do. Since I can throw a fullback in here, all right. I'm gonna move Lev Bell to running back. I'm gonna put Jamal Lewis at fullback. Jamal's
2: not a fullback. He's and a running back. And I'm gonna back. move AJ Green to flex, baby. That way I can get them all in there. Okay. Now we can now we can debate here. Okay. <laughs> so for the wide receivers, I went AB and I went Ocho Cinco. When look you look us. at Ocho look at Cinco us. versus AJ Green's career, it's close. It's close, but Ocho has him right now. I think now, so. Obviously. A.J. has dealt with some injuries this past two years, and depending on what he does next year and going forward in the AFC North, that could change He could have a couple big years with Joe Burrow, certainly. But with Ocho, man, Ocho had one of those A.B. type runs. Mm -hmm. It was just his height didn't reach A.B.'s height. Mm -hmm. In terms of A.B. was putting out 10, if we're a scale of 1 to 10, A.B. was putting out multiple 10-level seasons, whereas Ocho was at that 9, 8 level consistently. So that's why I have Ocho. Now, we're talking about running backs – it's not even close. Jamal Lewis crushes Lev Bell. And, and, and outside of receiving, it's not even close when you talk about on the ground. People about forget consistency. how good Jamal
1: Lewis was. Listen,
2: and I said, I said, whichever argument you want to go with, do you want to go with the consistency? Because I'm a big consistency guy. Mm-hmm. I said, Jamal Lewis has more 1,000-yard-plus seasons than Le'Veon Bell in the AFC North. Then I said, if you want to go best season ever, I said, Jamal Lewis got a 2K season, mm-hmm. a 2,000-yard season. Mm-hmm. That's that, why he was my running absolutely. back, Coachy. So
1: I'm like, as much as he, he averaged, in 2003 real quick, he averaged 129 rush yards per game. Exactly. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, I, I
2: said, say, listen, Le'Veon's my dog, but under no alternate universal or this universal whatever, will Le'Veon be a better running back than Jamal Lewis in the AFC North. He might grow into something better, but he's, just, he's not. Then I said at fullback, come on, bro, Vontae Leach, it's not even close, bro. Vontae Leach oh, you're was just going like, to disrespect Peyton Hillis like dog. that? <laughs> Peyton Hill is running back, though, technically. I know, I know, but, I know. but Vontae Leach, bro, Vontae Leash a three time all pro, mm-hmm. three time pro bowler. Mm-hmm. He was nasty, filthy. Man, he would break your face mask, literally. He was. Yeah, like, he's that.
1: I got Chris Fumata Malafala as my fullback.
2: Go, go Steelers. <laughs> go, Steelers. I thought he was going to say Rosie Knicks
1: now. <laughs> I'm guessing I know where you went with tight end and with flex as yeah, well, so, too. Yeah, so here. tight
2: end, I went Heath and then flex. I went AJ Green. Ooh. Cause no, said, Lev Bell. No, I said, if, I, if I'm going to go flexing, it came down between Lev Bell and A.J. Green. Mm-hmm. I said, who's had the better career? Mm.
1: A.J. Green. It's not close. I agree with you on that, but who would you rather have? Like, the whole, we have the greatest versus the best conversation. Uh-huh. If you're guaranteed to get an A-plus game out of both, who would you rather AJ have? A.J. Green.
2: Really? Yes, bro. Interesting. I I've thought you would have said Lev. Because it's my thing. I've seen A.J. Green with Andy Dalton. And Andy just throws. I'm like, bro. If AJ Green was playing with Ben, if AJ Green was playing with Brady, if AJ Green played with Breeze, if AJ Green had just a a, a, a not even a great, just a really really good Russell quarterback, Russell Wilson, bro, Matt it Ryan. It be Imagine close. AJ Green with Matt Ryan. That's what I'm saying. It wouldn't be close. But I'm like, I've seen him take hmm. over at games when you know going into the game, he's the only person you worried about. It, it wasn't like they've always had Joe Mixon, not at all. It's been games you go on where it's like, okay, mm. uh, uh, Rex Burkhead is their, is their lead running back. not you're not worried about him. You're like, bro, A.J. Green is the guy you got to stop. You, you're you shifting coverage over there to him. You're doing everything you can, mm. and he still is just trashing you, bro. Words with L Bell, L Bell's going to get off without a doubt. We know that. L Bell he can run. He can catch. But like I said for me, man, A.J. Green went on, has proven to be one of the best receivers in the game. That was with A.B. playing.
1: He's he when he was on, I mean, it was AB Julio and AJ Green. Absolutely. That was the conversation. I mean, when Calvin Johnson was still right. playing, but he retired, you know, when those guys were really kind of hitting absolutely. their prime.
2: And my thing is, I said AJ has not only do I feel AJ can still give me the the either because I, I, I want to say his, his game, uh, a solo game with him, would be better than L. Bell's. I think they'll be equal, but with that being said, okay, my next thing is how do I break that tie? And with AJ, I've seen it consistently for a, a a larger body of work was L. Bell, right, Bell had a three-year run. Let's be real. He had a three-year run here in Pittsburgh where he went crazy. And, and after that, it wasn't the same. I mean, we're seeing him obviously in New York, and that plays a bigger portion of it. And in his rookie year, it was still good, but it wasn't L. Bell type years. So that's my whole thought process with it, why I went with A.J. Green as the flex over El Bell, even though it no, hurts I, me because I, I don't I can, like the Bengals at all. I
1: can dig it. I can, I but that can was my thought it. process with it.
2: Interesting.
1: So, and and you have Heath Miller at tight end, mm. correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wasn't close. I said, mm. I, I, I said you can go tie Heat, but that's if you want to be a hater. That's, that's if it. you want to be a hater. And now remember, you told me I was only allowed to have a maximum of five Ravens on my list. Chill out,
2: man. Chill out. Chill out.
1: How many you? Chill how out. How many you One, got on? Two. Here? I only got. We got three, right? Both got three on offense. I have four. Vontae.
2: Oh yeah. I had the fullback yeah. Okay. Yeah. But could you said you would move Jamal Lewis the? Best running back in the <laughs> AFC North to fullback for L Bell. Maybe Get out I move of here. L Bell to fullback. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. He move block. L Bell. You, He's a good blocker. I'm like, so you're not gonna disrespect Jamal Lewis and tell him he got to move <laughs> positions. That's like going to Cleveland to hey Jim Brown. Look, man, I know you a dog, but uh we're gonna move you over here to fullback, all right? We're gonna move you for 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 Trent Richardson over here. Like, what? No, that's not how this works.
1: <laughs> and then, like I said, a quarterback, obviously I have Ryan Finley. I mean, easy com- enough. easy conversation, right? Fair enough. No, it's Ben Roth baby. back i went with Josh Dobbs, actually.
2: Oh, well, my that's my like NASA.
1: Yeah, I wanted to go with Duck, you know, personally. Popularity. Popularity. I mean, how many other quarterbacks in the AFC North won a national duck calling competition here? Boom. Mic (laughs) drop. Duck call drop. Uh, Is it Flacco number two? Is it Dalton number two? I went. Is it Lamar Jackson
2: number two already? Lamar is one more year away. (laughs) One more year away. If Lamar could give me – this is my only thing. So the reason why I went Flacco at two is – Carson Palmer number two. I thought Palmer, but then I also saw he still had a ton of his success out in AZ as true, well. True, So it was hard to balance that whole element of it. But the reason why, the only reason I went with Flacco is because he does have the hardware to go with it. Correct. He's got I a ring, like, he, he, and he, he was had success huge in, the in that postseason. Absolutely. He, ten touchdowns, he, no he interceptions. Right, he wasn't carried. He was doing the carry. No, he was great. Like, People forget he was great. Who was his best receiver? Was it Jacoby? Uh, Anquan Bolden. Anquan Bolton. It was old Anquan yeah, Bolden. Yeah, old Anquan Bolton and Jacoby Jones. Mm-hmm. Like, so for me, when I think of that, I'm like, yeah, man, it's hard for me to 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 go against that. Whereas I think Andy Dalton was the better regular season quarterback, yeah. In terms of the
1: just consistency. if you look at their numbers on a spreadsheet, but
2: but I also feel that he benefited largely because of AJ Green. Just he, man, you know how many games I've seen Andy Dalton just throw just some just nonsense pass, and AJ Green just jumps up and does something ridiculous, stiff arms a guy, and then takes it sixty. Like it, it's 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 way more AJ Green than it is Dalton there. But Carlson Palmer, though, man, you could definitely make a case for him. I just felt like his better years were still in AZ yeah. versus him when he, was in, uh, when he was in Cincinnati. That was my whole thought process with that.
1: What was the easier decision, Bennett quarterback or Joe Thomas at left tackle?
2: <laughs> Bennett <at> quarterback. <laughs> they were both pretty you – know, I yeah. mean, they were
1: both layups right there.
2: <laughs> and I think the reason with, uh, with Palmer that hurts him is – when he was in the AFC North, it was still like the earlier portion before it started to switch to like the crazy pass-happy and, and, and that era that it went to mm-hmm. around like 13, 14 time frame. Right, right. So that was the only thing. But then by then, like I said, by, by the time you start getting your your crazy Palmer years, that's the AZ time frame. Mm, I forgot he true. was in Oakland for them two years. He today. was in Oakland too. I totally forgot that.
1: All right, so our offense. We got the same offensive line. Joe Thomas, Allen Fanica. Marquise pouncey you look on my sheet i'm convinced too. and ogden on the office see this is why you should go first sometimes you know no, I don't it, go first then off. you can make me look like the copycat <laughs> uh skill position guys i went antonio brown ocho cinco jamal lewis heath miller and lev bell with Mozi's fullback thing there i guess i'll throw in Vonte leach as well uh whoa, whoa,
2: whoa. What, what? oh L Bell's your your flex then
1: yeah I'm going to go with L. Bell over A.J. Green okay, still. Okay, okay, because yeah. you,
2: kept, you kept moving around. First, L. Bell was at running back. Oh, I know, I know. Then he I was, was, just, like being, a I was just being I was, goofy. I was like, where fit, we at, man? To fit L. Bell and A.J. Green both <laughs> where, on the where, where roster. Where we going here? So that's going to be our only
1: difference, is that yeah. for the flex, you'll have A.J. Green, I'll have Lev Bell. That's our only difference yeah. on offense.
2: Because we both pretty, for Ocho. Pretty close there. Vontae. I, I said, man, if you wanted to go off of just accolades alone, Vontae Leach is three time all pro, three time Pro Bowler. I know. I was like, that's nuts. <laughs> that's
1: yeah, you can't you can't shake your head at those all pros yeah. for sure. That's that's what gave me the Ojo, Ocho Cinco the nod over AJ Green for me, too. Mm-hmm. Ocho Cinco was a two time first team all pro. Yeah, yeah. AJ Green has not been. Absolutely. Uh, when you're splitting hairs, right, you gotta split hairs. <laughs> all right. So, Ocho got the better celebrations. That's true. And a cooler nickname. Yeah. And he know, actually changed his, his name. Like, that was the dope part, too. Like, <laughs> and he's a big FIFA player. you got to yeah. love that about us. plays okay, video man. games, eats McDonald's. eats McDonald's. He's yeah, one, one, yeah. one of us. One of us. One of us. All right, so that's our offense. On the other side, we'll do defense. We'll get to special teams. We'll talk about head coaches this as well. This is World, fun. World, We're World. embracing debate today inside the electric factory. It's Steelers Blitz on SNR. Hit it yeah.
0: This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home
1: of the black and gold, SNR. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, Steelers Blitz on a Wednesday afternoon. Keep those tweets coming. We've got a few already here about our all-time AFC North conversation. This has been fun so far, Arthur Motes. We were on the same page a little too much there. In that last we segment, were. though. But but we can
2: see... <laughs> but we can see a change is going to yeah. come here. I feel like it's definitely going to be major changes on defense. <laughs> it was just funny. I mean, just the A.B. versus A.J. Green debate
1: and how we go yeah. about that. Yeah, you know? Ocho, I mean, you do look. There's been a, just a ton of talented skill position yeah. guys in the AFC North. Insane. I mean... We got a tweet from Michael right about Heinz Ward. We didn't even mention him in the conversation. That's the guy who's the Steelers' all-time leader in touchdowns, receptions, and yards. That just tells you how stacked wide receivers have been.
2: Super Bowl MVP, yeah, in the AFC North (laughs) area. Super (laughs) Bowl MVP, Heinz Ward. Yeah, it's in three-time Pro Bowler in the in in the AFC North area. Obviously, he's a 4 timer, but three happened in in, since two thousand and two on. And what's crazy
1: about this list too is we're really kind of only going off of three teams here. Because let's be honest, the Browns aren't really very represented on this list, right? Like,
2: <laughs> Even though it's crazy because they've had the opportunities to draft the better personnel. They have. I mean, because they yeah. always have the best draft position. Uh, I mean, if, recent history, current history. Yeah. If we do one of these right for
1: the 2020s, like over the next 10 years, if we were to do like a 2020 to 2030 All-AFC North team, yeah. there better be some Browns on there. It should be. Or else, I mean, what? like what are they doing? Yeah. What are they doing? So let's get to the defense here, Motsi. Uh I'm playing a
2: three-four defense. I am too. So I'll go first. Let's do it. All right. So I'm gonna start with the edge guys. Oh yeah. Because that's how you're supposed to start. All right. So my two edge guys, I went with T Sizzle and I Ball's went with, and I went with D Bo. Those are my two edge guys, man. And then in my three-four, I'm gonna go my two edges. I go my two interior linebackers and then we'll come back and do the D line, okay? Okay. Gotcha. So yeah, so my two edge guys, like I said, Debo and T Sizzle. Also, and oh, then, then my two inside linebackers, I had to go Ray Ray, Lewis. Mm-hmm. And it give me James Ferrier, baby. Yes, Aye. I did. Yes, I did. Aye. Even though, even though I was, I was, I was trying to make a case so hard for my dog, Law Dog. Because you know, Law Dog, that's that's my running mate. That's my boy. Mm-hmm. Not my dog. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't do it though. Just couldn't do it. So those are my four linebackers in my three four. So who are your four?
1: Oh, I see how you want to do this. Yeah, 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 you putting yeah, me yeah. on the spot yeah, yeah. here yeah, yeah. a little bit. You put, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, we're very similar. Only one difference. My edge, guys. I mean, come on. Was there really any other answer here? Besides Debo and T-Sizzle. I mean, you
2: got Debo. What what are we talking? You've got
1: Debo, arguably the most feared pass rusher since LT. You've got Terrell Suggs, who I think what is third or fourth all time. All time, first ballot sacks in the NFL. Yeah, Yeah. first ballot gold jacket guy. I mean, you you name the accolade, he has it. (laughs) Like, (laughs) and there's a ton of other guys, right? We could talk about a, we could talk about a Joey Porter, a Lamar Woodley.
2: We could even throw a TJ Watt into this conversation.
1: But it's Debo and Suggs for me, coming off the edge,
2: without a doubt. I, I, I wanted to put PZ up there so bad, but my problem was this PZ if he was solely in the AFC North his numbers reflect that right but the problem is he had I think it was a 17 sack season but that was in Miami but that was yep then he has two 10 but that's in AZ so I'm mm-hmm. just like that's not AFC North I need AFC North or a sizzle T- all in the AFC man. North unless you want to count the two the, the four sacks he had yeah, in like AZ last year, last year? okay cool you know what he has another ring though He does. With the Chiefs last year. He does. Holy cow. He
1: does. (laughs) I forgot all about that. That son of a gun.
2: That's the, oh, that's the slick move. I see you, T. I I see you. I, I see, see you. Back door for
1: that second ring, baby. Boy! <laughs> I'm jealous. Golly. Everybody wants one of those. You were like, wait a second. He went from Arizona to Kansas City. Why can't I have gone from Arizona to Kansas City? Everybody wants one of those.
2: Let me get, the, let me get on, the, on the way out. Just, you know, I'll, you don't even got to trust me. Just, just let It's a nice parting gift. Just pick it up, man. It's a nice parting yeah, gift. dog. That's clean. So we both got
1: Debo and Suggs. We both got Ray Lewis. Uh 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 Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
2: Did you go Mosley? Nope. Couldn't be foot. No. Nope. Not Timmons. Nope. Who am I forgetting? uh, uh, Jeez. Not Dequay Jackson. I went with a guy who
1: only had two full seasons, and in both of those two full seasons, he was a pro bowler. He was well on his way to being an all-pro. In his third full season, fourth season in the league, before he had an unfortunate injury. Oh, you talking about Shea. Okay, in okay, Cincinnati. Okay. I've okay. got Ryan Shazier. you okay. kidding me? You want to imagine a defense? Let's talk about Debo and Suggs on the edge. Let's talk okay. about Ray Lewis and Ryan bleeping Shazier patrolling the interior of the defense. Yeah, baby. Hey, with all due respect to James Farrier, I love James uh-huh. Farrier. You talk to any of those guys from the 2000s, they will tell you that James Farrier deserves way more credit for the Steelers' success than they got. But I looked at it as... James Ferrier and Ray Lewis are similar type linebackers. Ray was just better, right? I mean, let's be honest here. Whereas Shazier, if you put him next, you'd have the you'd have the thumping the the presence of Ray Lewis uh-huh. with the athleticism and the speed of Shazier. I, I understand you playing Madden right now. I'm playing Madden. I'm playing. I'm
2: playing Madden. I'm playing Madden right now. So I'm going off of a confidence. I'm going off of a guy that it didn't have to guess what his potential could be. It didn't have man, to guess what he could pro live bowler up to. In two full seasons, baby. man. man two-time Pro Bowler, one-time All-Pro, two-time Super Bowl champ. <laughs> no, Ferrier for sure was.
1: <laughs> I had Ray Lewis and Ferrier when I first did yeah. this, right? And then I knew Arthur Moats that you and I would have. The same force. So I was right, like, you're you know right. what? I'm gonna, throw, right. I'm gonna throw a curveball in you're here. Right. I'm gonna give him Shayzir. And I know you she couldn't Zier. hate on that because that's your boy. Oh, no, no, absolutely. I mean, Come if on, you hate man. on that. I'm about to tell him.
2: Hey, man, I tell him myself. <laughs> no, but see, my whole thing was this: man, when I thought about putting Shay up there, then I started having the dilemma because this was the debate even while he was playing: Shazier versus C.J. Mosley. Sure. And I was like, I, we all felt in Pittsburgh, Shay was the better athlete. Shay had the higher ceiling. But the health element was the biggest portion with Shea. Whereas with Mosley, he was a four-time All-Pro. Like, it was never a concern of if he was going to be out there. You knew he was going to be out there. You knew he was going to ball out. You knew he was going to be a 100-plus tackle guy. And that was my whole whole debate or dilemma was, all right, how do I put Shea, if I'm going to go Shea, how would I put him over Over C.J. Mosley based off of the accolades, not based off of the potential? I, I got your answer for that. You just can't have that much purple on your list here. I well, mean, you, see That's, you saw this one with Ferry. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, I'm over here like, I'm like, hey, Ferry, you don't got the four-time all pro stuff. I'm like, Ferry, two-time Super Bowl champ. How about that? <laughs> right, I said, I'm not about to have three Ravens linebackers out of my four. I just can't do it. Can't do it. I refuse. I thought about it, though. I ain't going to lie. I thought about it. I know you just did. Just couldn't do it, though. I know you did. So those are my uh, my linebackers. Okay. All right, so now we go to our interior. So I'm glad we both ran a 3 Shout out to us. Yeah, buddy. All right, so at Nose Tap, you know I had to go with my dog, Casey Hampton. Yeah, uh, you know that, man. It's not even close, baby. He's a boy dog. Shout that out. he is. Shout out. That's my dog. That he yeah, is. Absolutely. And then my two uh, D tackles, though. This is, we'll see how we feel about this, man. I went Gino Atkins. Okay. I feel like I got too much purple over here, bro. Uh-oh. I know where you're going here. Yeah, I got too much purple over here, I know bro. where you're going here. Hello, T.
1: I was gonna say, not that. Come on, man. You can't, oh, you can't leave, him off, you, you can't leave listen, him off the list. I'm sorry. Listen, listen.
2: I tried my hardest. I was like, Cam Hayward, Cam Hayward, Cam Hayward. Then I'm looking at him like, God, oh, man. Then I was like, you know what? I'll go Dunlap. What about Dunlap? Then I'm like, I don't like Dunlap. I can't put him on the list. I just don't like the guy. <sighs> yep, so. Hello, Tinata. Forgive me, Pittsburgh. Forgive me, Still the I mean, Nation. Buddy, I, got, I got a lot of purple on my front seven you and right I now, are bro. just
1: You and I are on, a, on such a similar page here. <gasps> all right, so my three down linemen. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we got the most underrated nose tackle of all time, Casey Hampton. Mm-hmm. What are we
2: talking about I say, here? in this generation, nose tackle was Casey Hampton, Vince Wolf. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. It's, it's a two-horse race. That's it. Big Casey Hampton,
1: hook'em horns Hampton, He's a nose tackle. Come on, baby. I got no other option here. And then, yes, I went with Haloti Nada like Arthur Moats did, obviously. Two time all pro, right? Super Bowl champion, a bunch of Pro Bowls. Them is there all pros as well, hit too. different. They do. If you got those they all pros, different. especially
2: more than one, yes, that, that means you different. were the dude at your position yes. for more than a year. Because when we talk about Pro Bowls, depending on when the voting was, mm-hmm. if you're anything from 12 on, popularity it's popularity. Yep. I mean, we talked about how Von Miller and Khalil Mack made Pro Bowls last year with seven sacks and eight sacks. Mm-hmm. You got a guy like Bud with double digit sacks. Doesn't make Chandler it? Chandler Jones. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. to, to I me. Think,
1: did Chandler Jones make the Pro Bowl? I don't think he did. Or Shaq Barrett? One of those guys it missed was either, out on the Pro I Bowl. Think it was Shaq and had like 19 yeah, and a half like, it was sacks nuts, and didn't man. make the Pro Bowl. Like,
2: that's an issue, man. That is. So that's why I always say, like, anytime when it gets past twelve or thirteen, I'm like, all right, all pros weigh a lot more than those pro bowls. Now, if you're getting pro bowls in ten and before then, oh, hundred percent. Like, it was still legitimate. It was still legitimate back then. But that's yeah. my whole thought process, man. So when we talk about hello hello Tinata. Come on, baby. I'm like, bro, I can't go against them all pros, man. Come on, baby. Can't do it. Can't do it. Won't and do it. Then, where did
1: I go with my last hand in the dirt spot?
2: Uh oh. Listen, this is Western
1: PA, baby. We okay. don't believe in that Atkins diet around here, so wow. Gino can kick him. Give me Cam Hayward. I got Nada. I got wow. Hayward. I got Hampton. So we got the same. on, well, We got you're five t- of the same wait seven. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, I'm going with Casey Hampton over Gino Atkins. Er, sorry. No, no. You're going Cam Hayward <laughs> going over, Cam Gino, Hayward over Atkins. Gino Atkins. Yeah, buddy. How? Yeah, buddy. Tell me how. Yeah, buddy. How? Because what? what is it is. Who Geno Gino Atkins? Who did they ever beat? Gino's an eight-time Pro Bowler, two-time uh, no. All-Pro. What are we talking about uh, here? Hey, Cam's a two-time All-Pro too. He ain't an eight-time Pro Bowler. Well, you you just said that was a popularity contest,
2: though. <laughs> eight of them. That's different. Eight. Not not five. Not two. Not one. Eight. <sighs> It's a long time to be popular playing D tackle for the Cincinnati Bengals. That's true. Not like you was playing for the New York Giants. That's true. No, <laughs> they he playing for the Dallas Cowboys. That, that
1: was a debate for me. Do I go Geno Atkins or do I go Cam Hayward? That was certainly that was a That was one of the tough ones on here with the Ocho wow. Cinco and AJ Green. That that wasn't even tough for me. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Listen, I don't believe in the Atkins diet. All right, you can you can do your no carbs having, you know, and you can go up to Cincinnati and eat your skyline chili. All right. So what? So what? I'm trying to think. Cam has what four Pro Bowls? Cam has five Pro Bowls. Five Pro Bowls. Yep. Okay. Yep. Wait, let me double check that. Hold on. That sounds like a lot. No, I
2: think you're right. No, he's got three. He has three. I was about to say, he only made a couple. He's got three. Yeah, three Pro Bowls, two All-Pros. Interesting. Interesting. Cam wow. only has one double-digit sack season as well.
1: I know, and it's it's tougher to, you know, because like where he started and then they
2: moved him. You no, know, no, 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 no. I, I, I can clarify I'm, that for you. I'm It's not my... where they started, where they moved him. No, it was where they classified him as That's because true. he played the same. That's true. He was playing the same position. It was just reclassifications that way it could help him get some of these Pro Bowls or all Pro nods. That was the biggest debate, whereas Gina was always listed as a D tackle, so it helped him out in that regard. But, dude, I mean, this man got 12 and a half, 11, 10, 1, 2. He got two 9 pieces. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey, he's got, he's, you got he's got one extra season than Cam Hayward, right? Exactly. One more Only season. Only one extra season. And Cam Hayward's got 15 more tackles. Boom! And one less season. That's what I'm rolling with. How, no how, many, there. how many sacks does he have? I don't wanna talk about that. How many sacks? I don't wanna talk about that. What? How many touchdowns is 20, has Cam he's got? 20 sa- Oh we're gonna talk about
2: touchdowns? That. <laughs> that boy got a touchdown on <laughs> two over here. What are we talking about here? What? <laughs> what? The boy Geno got 75 and a half sacks and a touchdown. What?
1: The over here talking about touchdowns. I how love many, How many, career,
2: how many uh, QB hits can't have all the time? He's got less than Geno Atkins. Oh. Hey,
1: that's all right. You argue for the Cincinnati guy. I don't like Atkins diet around here. He even here, got maybe. a safety.
2: He even got a safety. God damn. The, boy got, the boy got
1: a safety. I don't like the Atkins. <laughs> I ain't about that Atkins diet around here. I don't be doing that. Oh, my gosh. I don't be doing that. Yeah, that's crazy. Wait, does... Oh, but you know what Cam Hayward has that uh, Geno Atkins does not have? Pass deflections. What? One kick return credited to him his <laughs> in 2013. When Cam, when Cam was on kickoff Yo. return and he caught the ball that went 11 yards.
2: You're right. You're did right. Geno Atkins ever catch right. a ball? You're <laughs> right. Hey, shout out to that man. Hey hey, def- <laughs> hey, hey, but uh.
1: All right. So what do we got?
2: Oh man, that is funny, bro. So
1: we have five of the same seven, right? That in our in our front funny. seven. The difference is <laughs> yeah, he has
2: a kick return, I have yo.
1: Shazier, you have Farrier, I got Hayward, <laughs> you got Gino Atkins, Cam Hayward with that kick oh, return, baby. Man, that
2: you know is what I'll do, funny, maybe is man. I'll
1: put Geno Atkins in Cam Hayward's spot, but then I'll put Cam Hayward as our as our kick return. Oh man, you are funny. <laughs> to Get him on the roster. You all are right. Funny. What do you got popping in the secondary here?
2: All right, man, so I'm gonna talk my two corners and my two safeties. I think we all know the two safeties here. Yeah. I went Minka Fitzpatrick and uh and Earl Thomas. Obviously. Yeah. Those, those are the two, man. It's it's pretty simple. You know, you gotta have a steal, you gotta have a Raven. I thought you went Morgan Burnett and TJ Ward. Ooh. Actually, I went with Dante Whitner and Mike Mitchell. Because Mike's <laughs> my guy and Dante's my guy. I mean, former teammate. So that's 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 just me. Mike you know Mitch. what I mean? It's
1: Troy and Ed. Come on. Baby. It's not even close. I mean, Troy even Ed. To, like, we don't even need to talk
2: about it. Yeah, this. it was Troy and Ed It's not even close. And shout out, I, I don't know how you want to classify him. I mean, I customized it still because it's still in now. But I said, if you want to say Cleveland has their second person to make the list, it was Joe Hayden as my corner. I was like, because yes. technically he yeah, has more years. Than going to Man. your argument, you know no, my you're argument. Right. You're right. My argument is where where you ending at. You right. You know what I mean. That's why you think Joe Montana is the greatest Kansas City Chief of all time. It's not even close. <laughs> he's the goat. <laughs> yeah, but I went Joe Hayden, and my other corner, I went Pac Man, bro. Ooh. I did. I went Pac-Man Jones. I'm not going to lie. I thought I had uh, you I, with the Pac-Man pick. You went Pac-Man too? Of course I
1: did. Yeah! Oh my
2: God. I had to get a WVU guy on, the list somehow. So, I thought so, you were going to go Ike Taylor for so, sure. So, so, so I wanted to go Ike, but this is my issue.
1: Everybody, <laughs> I, thought, I thought I was going to get you all so, fired up with that one. So
2: everyone knows, like, you know, I was a Cowboys fan growing up. So think about when I was still high school, college time mm-hmm. frame, Pac-Man, he was with the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And I loved how just, like, coming from back home you know we're not the most polished individuals off the field and some of pac-man's off the field you know situations i was like yeah like this dude balling on sundays mm-hmm. he getting wild on, on saturdays mm-hmm. like I, I, he's, I was, from a, he's from Atlanta. Yeah, he's, right? he's
1: not yeah. from 757
2: no, he's from okay. Atlanta. Okay. but i just love that whole and then and then i mean you can't forget the hold my food real quick give me give my airport dude a two-piece chicken <laughs> and fries. i said lord this boy out of control i love it i love it <laughs> And then, and then he he came a man, Jerry Porter. I said, I'm still trying to figure out to this day who, who, who Jerry Porter is. But I don't like the guy because he says he's Jerry. I know Joey. Joey is my guy, but Jerry Porter. Oh yeah, I, I snuff Jerry. I don't know get who that Jerry guy Porter. is.
1: <laughs> man, I thought so, I was gonna pull so a So that's why I had to go Pac-Man, bro. I thought I was gonna get you all fired up. Not at all, Pac-Man. bro. I thought you were gonna say, "How could you have him on nah, that list?" Man, I, I, I'm a Pac-Man. I've always been a Pac-Man guy. I always say this to people you could talk about him and all the off-field stuff, yes. right? Yes. There's a reason why a guy with all that off-field stuff still lasted a <laughs> yes. dozen years yes, in the bro. National Football yes. League.
2: It's because he was really, really good. Bro, not only as a corner, as a return man as well. Mm-hmm. He was going to give it to you how you wanted mm-hmm. it. You talk, like, like I think that's, I mean, and... In, in, we're making light of his off-field stuff because obviously there were some serious incidents sure, and stuff sure. like that. But in all seriousness, man, when you think about a guy that's been able to have that 12 many— 12-year NFL career. With that many off-the-field incidents, mm-hmm. that does not happen. Mm-hmm. It, it's not like it was a one-off. This was, hey, give him, give, give him another year. It, something happened. Like, that just—that was him. So for me, when, when I would always watch him, I was just like, bro, this dude, he competes like no other— He's gonna talk trash anyway. He doesn't back down, and for me, I just I was always I, I just really liked that. And I think, man, if he played any, I, I I would say if he played anywhere else, he would be a bigger name. But mm-hmm. I loved for the rivalry here. That he was a big he was, part in, of it. Yeah, he was, man. Him being in Cincinnati, it helped. Fuel that whole rivalry. I think man. the fact and
1: that he was a WVU guy and it was against Pittsburgh too yeah, played bro. into that. Like he was a WVU Bengal guy against the, yeah. the
2: Pitt and the Steelers. So that's why I went Pac Man. I mean Ike's my dog, man. I love love Ike, man. Yeah. But that was my biggest thing. I'm just like, man, Pac Man, bro. Like, you didn't have too many games. I mean, because we all we all we all agree there were sometimes where Ike through his career where people were like, man, pulling their hair out with him. That really wasn't the case with Pac Man. It was more so man stay out of trouble just stay out of trouble just stay out of trouble you'll be yeah. fine yeah. so that, that was the whole thought process with it man
1: <laughs> i like it i like it all right so one more time uh arthur much your starting defense here yeah so uh oh i ain't taking my flex yet did i oh yeah you put a flex on defense i did have a flex on defense all right where'd you go with your flex secondary or
2: oh oh mr cam hayward baby uh, yes sir <laughs> yes sir you thought i was gonna leave Killer cam off this list Three-time pro-po, two-time all-pro, kicking butt, double-digit sack guy as an interior rusher. All right, then I got Gino Atkins it. as my flex. Oh, right, blasphemy. <laughs> you better flip it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so
2: so once again, man, so my two edge guys, I had T-Sizzle, Terrell Suggs, D-Bow, James Harrison. Then my two interior linebackers were Ray Lewis and James Ferrier. My three defensive linemen at nose tackle, I had Casey Hampton. Went Haloti Nata. And then I went with Geno Atkins, the baddest D-tackle in the AFC North. Atkins yeah. diet. Yes, sir. Then in my secondary, I went with Joe Hayden. Shout out to my dog, Joe. Jumpman, jumpman. Then I went with Adam Pacman Jones as the uh, other corner. Uh, Dubby who? Hey. Then my two safeties, obviously, Ed Reed and Troy. Mr. First Ballot Hall of Famer, Palomalu. And then my flex was Cam, Ironhead, Hayward. My uh,
1: defensive lineman, we got a 3-4 as well, too. Uh, Similar. Casey Hampton at the nose, duh. Haloti Nada and Cam Hayward flanking them for my linebackers. I got Debo and Sizzle coming off the edge. I got Ray Lewis and Ryan Shazier patrolling the interior. And then Moats and I had the same exact secondary. Hayden, Pac-Man Jones... Troy Palamalu, and Ed Reed.
2: I would have never... I didn't even connect the West The Virginia WVU thing? <laughs> I never thought you of thought that. You thought you
1: were pulling a fast one on me. Because you were like, Wes is going to go like Taylor for I, sure. I, I, said, I thought I was pulling a fast one on you. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> you could tell we've been doing this radio thing together for I a little while. I IT, bro. <laughs>
2: All
1: right, so when we come back here, we're way past through Jeez. for a break. We'll reset for the second hour of the show. We'll also give our head coach, and our special teamers. Ooh, so don't go anywhere. 60 minutes in the book, 60 to go inside the electric factory. This is Steelers Blitz on SNR.
0: Hewler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio.
1: Good afternoon, Steelers Nation. How we doing? Electric. Well, that's good. Me too. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, hour number two, Steelers Blitz on SNR. Keep those tweets coming at Wesley Euler at the body 52 The Body. We'll answer them here in this second hour. You know the drill. We got to finish this all-time AFC North conversation first, though, Arthur Moats, We go to special teams. We go to head coaches. Where do you want to begin?
2: Let's go with our returners. Okay, I think that's be the easiest. I think so. So I go my kick returner, Josh Cribs. Yeah. Shout out to Cribs. Yeah. Awesome. Pay the man, Josh Cribs. Got, gotta pay him, man. And then my punt return, I went with A B. So nice he made the Ooh. list twice. Yes, sir. I mean, dude, when you look at I, I cause I thought about Pac-Man. I say like, Pac-Man's a dog returning punts, but when I looked at A B's numbers as a punt returner, it's nobody that's touching him, bro. Nobody. And I've been on the field with him for some of the most electric punt returns in the AFC North. I've I've seen the the, the jump on the uh, on the goalposts. I've seen the the the, the walk off kick return or uh, mm-hmm. walk off punt returners the Bengals to help us clinch the division. I've seen all these uh, three hundred you know stomping the Browns yeah, man. punter. Like, like, I, I, I've seen it all. Hey, sh- Pittsburgh. So so for me, that's why I gotta go with AB as my punt returner.
1: Okay, kick returner, Josh Cribbs, mm-hmm. punt returner, AB. You want to stop there? You want me to go?
2: Yeah, you go with your returners.
1: Kick returner, Josh Cribbs. Punt returner, Josh Cribbs. Oh, come on! What are we talking about here? Well, wait a minute now, man's got got three punt return touchdowns in
2: his career too. Yeah, do you see how many AB has in his career? He's got three as well too. No, he has four. Does he have four? Yes. Ooh. Actually, he might have more than that. Let me double check real quick. Ooh. Here's the thing, though. You know what? He uh, has four. He has four punt return touchdowns in his career. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. and that was why, because I said Cribs has more kick return touchdowns. He has eight of those, yeah, yeah and yeah. three punts. Yeah, whereas A.B. has four punts. Interesting. Where And I looked at Pac-Man. I think Pac-Man has, in the AFC North, he either had two or three. I was going to say two, yeah. I think, sounds right. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, man.
1: Yeah man, yeah yeah, yeah 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 man. But you know what? Uh, Josh Cribbs has that Antonio Brown does not have a first team All Pro as a returner, on spe- as Correct. a returner yes. on special teams. But I think that, I mean you're we're yeah. really splitting hairs here. Both of these guys were very yes. good at that. Well, and,
2: and the thing that I looked at too for AB, uh, he has Tyree Kill as the returners Ooh. during All Pro time. I was like, that's when Tyree that's Kill true. was solely returning. I was true. like, that's that's different. Josh
1: Cribbs yeah. did. He just missed Dante Hall, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he missed Dante Hall. And, uh, and then Devin Hester, Hester, Hester yeah. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. oh, I mean those are the two goats right yeah. there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, uh, oh, Tom and Wise,
1: yeah, he he kind of lucked up right there, man. Kicker Arthur Motes, I don't think we need to discuss this one very much, right? The like the only kicker that's ever been a weapon, dude. In the I, I NFL. hate the fact that my you're not kicker, go- You're not going Justin
2: Tucker. You going elsewhere? I was about to say. I just hate the fact that my kicker and punter happen to be guys that were purple, and it hurts my heart, but. Yeah, I got Justin Tucker as my kicker, (laughs) and I got, how you say, Sam Cooch as my punter. Oh.
1: Yeah, man. I got another brown on this list as my punter.
2: Oh, did you do that?
1: I did Andy Lee. Yeah, I know he was only one yes! year in the AFC North, <laughs> but he's like one of the best five punters of all time. Oh man, he's get out of here! He's a three-time first-team All-Pro <laughs> as a punter. And did he I just, do it
2: in the AFC North? I couldn't add more purple. Did he do it in the AFC North? I'm Come not sure, man. actually. I
1: don't. I don't think. I don't think he, he did.
2: Oh. oh, that was my whole thing Ooh. with that, man. Yeah, it, it wasn't in the AFC North. Ooh.
1: Ooh, yeah, I just I couldn't put that much purple. There's already there's already. I thought already, you were gonna go with uh, with Scobie as your kicker. There's already a lot of purple up there. No, all his old, all his old pros came in San Francisco. San Francisco. Uh, I'm going Andy Lee though. Screw it.
2: You Sure, I'm sure, I'm sure. I think you might as well go with Josh Scobie <laughs> as your kicker because what he did when he was in uh, Jacksonville, he was mm, a beast down there. He was a beast down there. I don't know what happened when he came up here, but he was a beast down there. So you might as well go with him for <laughs> right, that. Josh Scobie. Oh, that's, that's, oh, Andy Lee, and I had to get I, I had to get
1: a second Cleveland Brown on there somehow. Right? We'll see. I,
2: I got I got one and a half. I got Joe Thomas and then Joe Hayden is like yeah, gets, that's true. You're he's like right. Hayden's Hoden, a half. Yeah, he's more success half. here in Pittsburgh with longer tenure. He's forever in a Cleveland, stealer. but uh, just to give Cleveland a little bit of a bone, we're like, all right, y'all y'all got the first with Seven years out of him, okay. All yeah. right, I guess. All
1: right, fine. I guess. All right, fine.
2: All right, Arthur Motes, now here's the real fun one. You're going first on this one. Head coach. <laughs> You're going first.
1: <laughs> you know what we really need with a head coach is a guy that can transcend the eras here, right? A guy that could have coached now, a guy that could coach uh, in 2002, 2003, you 2004. Go. All right,
2: go, go ahead, set it up this here. Really, Motes, I didn't think that
1: there was a wrong answer with this, right? I mean, you could have obviously gone Tomlin. You could have gone Brian Billick. You could have gone Harbaugh. But yesterday on my Twitter timeline, I saw a 30-second video of Bill Cowher just ripping apart a, uh, a Pittsburgh media member who I don't want to name by name here in defense of his quarterback, Cordell Stewart, right? Mm-hmm. Bill Cowher in a press conference, he comes in hot. He's saying, look, this guy last year, his first year as a quarterback led us to the AFC championship game. We won our first two games of the season. Yeah, he struggled this week, but nobody works harder. Nobody wants to get right more than Cordell. The only person more disappointed than Cordell is maybe me. And I was like, you know what, man? Oh, Bill Cowher, I would have loved to play for that guy. So give me the jaw. Give me Coach Kerr. Wow. Give me Coach Kerr. Why do you want to do that? Patrolling the sideline, baby. Like, why,
2: why do you do that?
1: Huh? Patrolling the sideline, huh? baby. Why? 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 Patrolling
2: why? the sideline, baby. That's what we do now? You imagine
1: what Bill Cowher would do with this roster? Are you kidding me?
2: Oh, boy. You and Bill Cowher as well too, didn't you? That's why you're hyping this up. I don't need to hype this up. I don't need to go with Coach Cowher because when we're talking about the AFC North, one, two, three, four, five seasons in the AFC North has yeah, a Super Bowl. I, I dig that. I, I'm with you on that. I like that. I, I'm with it. I respect mm-hmm. that. But there's only one right answer for the AFC North, and that right answer is Coach Mike. Tomlin, it's not close, man. You talk about never having a losing season. You talk about getting that hardware Super Bowl champ. You talk about making multiple Super Bowl appearances. You talk about AFC Championship games. You talk about it. You name it. The man has it outside of a Coach of the Year award, but that's neither here nor there. That's popularity. Popularity. Right. It's popularity. And I was not gonna say hardball because there's too much purple on this list. So with that being yeah. said, man, I'm going Mike Tom, man, seven five seven all day every day, my brother. I like it. I like in, it. And so Coward's Coach did... of the Year came in '92. It was not the AFC North in '92. It's not. You're right. So, so you take that. You take that Coach of the Year. You stick it sideways and, and, and throw it down the Monagala River. Monagala? Yeah. How he say? Monamanala. Yeah, little la, 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 ding dong. Yeah, put him on a little raft. Coach of the year. Do, 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 do. Yeah, with all due respect. <laughs> to coach Bill
1: Cowher also with the best quote ever at an introductory press conference, right, where he said, yes. "All I got to do is have this job for two more years, and I'll go back to my 20th high school reunion as the head coach of the Pittsburgh Major
2: Steelers." Win. Major win without a doubt,
1: bro. Big W right there. All right, so there it is. What say you on Twitter at Wesley Euler at the
2: body 52? The body. Where do we get right? Where do we get wrong? Who do I mean, we forget to talk about? Obviously, I got the list right. It's not close. But other than that, you know, if you wanted to make some adjustments to Wes, uh, to Wes's list, where would you go? That's pretty much what we're saying.
1: Yeah, I mean, Arthur Moats has got his list, but I got the
2: answer key, baby. Ooh! I mean, anybody that's saying that Gino Atkins isn't your first team defensive tackle on your list, your list needs to be thrown away. Some of us are just Sim. wearing black and gold glasses Sim. over here. Right?
1: Normally, it's the other way around. Normally, you pick the audience against me as the Steeler hater. Now, right. it's, a rare, right. it's a rare it's a rare, rare instance where I get to do that against I'm, You're I'm, right. I'm digging this today. This is fun. Let's keep it going. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. What man. do you say we do a little best of the West on the other side, Arthur? I
2: mean, it's been a minute,
1: man. I've been missing that, you know? And here's what we're going with. Since, you know, you and I both love talking defense. We've talked linebacker you on the show Uh-oh. today. We talked our linebackers Uh-oh. in the division. Five favorite linebackers you've ever watched. That's our best (gasps) of the West. Not in person, right? But you can't say, you know, I can't say Jack Lambert, who played two decades before I was born. you didn't watch him. I mean, you watched him on. In your lifetime. Yeah. Favorite linebackers. That's what we're going with. We will rank them. Best of the West. Top five. Who we got? Come back with us to find out. It's Steelers Blitz on SNR.
0: This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR.
1: little Best of the West here <laughs> on a Wednesday. You know the drill, right? It's just simple. It's power ranking, right? During the season, our Best of the West is our top 10 teams week by week in the National Football League. But Arthur Motes, we've been having some fun with him. We've done some summer-centric topics, right? We talked about binge purchases and aquatic vessels and all kinds of summer stuff. Favorite things to grill. Let's go back to a little football-centric best of the West here today. Why don't we? And we've talked about linebackers a lot on the program today. I thought we'd keep that going with your five favorite linebackers of your lifetime, right? Mm -hmm. Not best. Yeah, just on my lifetime, my favorite. the five that you've enjoyed watching most. And again, you've enjoyed watching most, all right? So I can't put LT on my list. I can't put Jack Ham on my list because those guys were playing before I was born. All right, so my top five here, Arthur Motes. I'm going to start at five. I'm going to count down, actually, here, and then I'll give you some honorable mentions. Number five, Vaughn Miller. Uh, I loved watching this guy play at Texas A&M. I, I think I've confessed this to Steelers Nation, too, but the Broncos are kind of like my mistress team. Okay? If you go in my closet got childhood, I've L-way. got I've I've got now granted I've got a very extensive jersey collection from every sport. If, but if you go into my closet, amongst those, you will find a Terrell Davis jersey and you will find a John Elway jersey from my childhood just for whatever reason I love those Broncos teams. I've told this story before. I'm kind of outing myself here a little bit. I went to that 97-98 Steelers Broncos AFC Championship game with my grandpa with a John Elway jersey on. In a Pittsburgh Steelers jacket over top, all right? I, I have a soft spot always in my heart for the Broncos for whatever reason, except for when frigging Tim Tebow it was mm, ending the Steelers. Tebow- Mania. We, won't, we won't talk about that, but I loved watching Von Miller at Texas A&M. When he went to the Broncos, I just thought that's a dynamite pick. This guy is going to kill it there, and he has. He's been the best pass rusher of his generation, Super Bowl MVP, Super Bowl champion, Mr. Old Spice himself. I'm going Von Miller, number five. Number four, oh, man, it was short-lived, but boy, was it fun, and boy, was it in my prime as a Steelers fan. I'm talking 56. Mm, Lamar okay. Woodley. I, I love this guy, right? He it, When he burst onto the scene with the Steelers, it was when I was a senior in high school, first couple years in college, again, before I really started working in this business, when I was just a pure sports fan. I rocked a Lamar Woodley jersey to Buffalo Wild Wings every Sunday in Morgantown to watch the football games or to the sports page or whatever establishment we were going to. Like I said, it was short-lived, but man, when he was going, he was on, and it was a lot of fun, Lamar Woodley number 4 number 3 his counterpart d bo come D-bo. on what are we talking about here james harrison i was 17 years old when james harrison was on the cover of men's health with the double glocks and his kids names tattooed on his arms and i had never seen anything so bad a in my entire (laughs) life i mean come on what are we talking about here debo baby with the black face mask just knocking dudes heads off number 92 off the edge nfl defensive player of the year debo number three number two if you go into my closet at my house you will also find this jersey i've talked about this before i've confessed my love for this guy he is probably my favorite oh man Okay. Besides Randy Moss, he is my <laughs> he is my favorite non stealer of all time. All right. I'm talking Patrick Willis, baby. Okay. What are we okay. talking about here? The beast from Old Miss out to San Francisco uh nine year career, right? But eight of those things. He was a first team or second team, all pro to a pro bowler. With the cast on his hand, bro. With a cast on his hand, I listen, with all due respect to the the Bobby Wagners and the Luke Keekleys and, and the great interior linebackers. Pat Willis was just different, different man, bro. especially when he had Navarro Bowman running next to him. Those guys were insane. Patrick Willis, number two, and then number one. Come on, baby. All right. Ooh. I'm talking Joey Porter. We talked okay. about this. He's the reason why uh, from the second hockey team that I like, 59, okay. 59 was always my hockey number for North Pittsburgh for the, the travel team that I played for. But when I started playing for Mars High School, I wore number 55 because I wanted to be Joey Porter. I wanted to talk trash like Joey Porter. I wanted, to, I wanted to tick okay. off my opponents like Joey Porter. Listen, I, I mean, I'm not as storied in the 5-5 five five as Arthur Moats obviously, but I've always Jeez. loved the 5-5 five five and it was because of PZ. I... I wanted to That's I wanted dope, to talk bro. trash like him. I wanted to be that type of the leader who was good at his craft, but also got under the other team's skin. That was everything to me. That's Joey dope. Porter. So number one, we'll work from the back or from the top down this time. Number one, Joey Porter, number two, Patrick Willis, number three, D. Bo. number four, Lamar Woodley, number five, von Miller. and my two honorable mentions. Uh, I talked about one of them already. Luke Keekley, you kidding me? The dude was just a freak. And then Brian Urlacher. Even more so when he was getting run over by Jerome Bettis. Um, but when I was like younger, playing football with the last name thing, I had a coach yeah. that used to call me Yule Lacker. Ah, uh get it because okay, Erlacker, okay. Yuler. He used okay. to call me Yule Lacker. and that just—I I, I always liked Brian Ur- Erlacker, you know, for for I a like lot of that. different reasons. My dad's from Chicago. I've said that before. He's yeah. a Chicago sports fan, so there was the Bears connection there too with my dad. Keekley and Erlacker, my honorable mentions. First Arthur Moats, what you got?
2: So this is tough for me, man. You know how I feel about linebackers, anyways, man. Before making it to the league, playing with some of these guys in the league, man. So yeah. So you only have two honorable mentions. I have five honorable mentions. <laughs> I
1: could probably <laughs> gone deeper if I
2: wanted to. Five honorable mentions and five guys on my list. So uh, starting at five down. <clears throat> my number five guys, Patrick Willis, man. Huge, huge fan of Patrick Willis, man. His game was just crazy. You talk about the most fundamental. I mean, technician, fast, nasty, you name it, it he did it all. And like I said, man, watching him his first year doing with a cast on his hand and still go out there and get, man, I saw him with a cast on his hand, get 20 tackles in the game. That's nuts. <laughs> nuts. That's insane. <laughs> so for me, man, Pat Willis, man, he was my guy and he wore 52. So you know the history of mm-hmm. me and then that's the way that you throw off 55, 52 is me. That like that was my love. So that's why Pat Willis is at number five for me. At number four. Because of my love for 52, I had to see another certain number 5-5 five, five playing alongside of him, T-Sizzle. T-Sizzle, I could, hey, man, I watched one. Oh, no. it, it hurt me so bad with Balsall. So I was a Balsall so Horror guy. I loved it. Balsall so hard guys, dope. And because I'm a Jay-Z dude, it just is the sure, perfect connection, sure. man. And, yeah, he was just a monster. You watch how he just ragged on people. He did it consistently year after year after year after year. I mean, I, I think back to my rookie year when I was in Buffalo and we're playing against the Ravens in the two – like. I would get starstruck before games, but this game we played Baltimore in Baltimore, and those two dudes were warming up. Ray Lewis and T. <laughs> oh, man, I couldn't I couldn't even think straight. My coach, talk, I'm like, Coach, you don't understand. I, I've waited my whole life for this moment. Yeah. Can I go ask them to sign my Bills jersey right now? Like, that's, that's where I was at with it. You know what I mean? Can we do the jersey swap before we <laughs> yeah, 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 just, just swap mine now, and it's all upon? good. Yeah. <laughs> and then I remember, man, Um, obviously when I get to Pittsburgh – and we started playing them on primetime. And I remember they were doing the intros. He came up with the gladiator mask with the fire. I'm like, bro, the theatrics and everything. It went well. Oh, yeah. I said, hey, this is crazy. This is out of control. Mm-hmm. And he would always have Jordan Cleese on. I thought that was hard, too. Yeah. So, so that's why T-Sill was at number four. At number three, you talked about this guy, man. He's lightning in a bottle off the edge, man, out of Texas in and mister Von. Miller. Yeah. I mean, dude, you talk about pass You talk about the gold standards. You talk about a guy that changed the game. Who, who, who? I mean, the first guy to really break the bank and get QB money as an edge rusher. Yeah. A Super Bowl MVP. Von Miller, man, it's not even close. And and I tell people all the time the story about Von Miller, man. I owe him my career because he didn't get drafted to the Buffalo Bills. So I yep. appreciate you because if he would have got drafted, it wouldn't have been Othemos, because he was gonna take a spot. It would not even a debate. I ain't, and I ain't tripping on it. I'm mature enough and I am I I am comfortable enough and secure enough in who I am to admit that hey, if if the Bills, if he would have dropped from Denver at two and been available at three, the Bills were gonna take him. Other would not be here today. <laughs> all right. So, Von, thank you. Denver, thank you for taking Von Miller because then we Where were able to. Where would Arthur
1: be today? Who knows? Who
2: knows? Because then we were able to take Marcel Darius and help me. I probably would have been married because, literally, I remember I am sitting there with my mom. We're talking about, yo, I found a woman of my dreams. I want to get engaged, this and that. I'm ready to get married. And the whole time before I go to buy the ring, the draft was on. I'm looking like, all right, hold on. Hold on. All right. We, we picking at three. So, I'm going to know right away. I said, ooh, all right. I see Von Miller on the clock. I see Von Miller. I see Marcel Darius. Those. Who was the first pick that year? Oh, man. I'm, I'm trying to think. It was a quarterback, wasn't it? Or was it? I don't hmm. know who the quarterback was. I don't know who went won one overall. Hmm. Yeah, that was
1: uh, 11, right? Yeah, yeah. 11. Okay, mm-hmm. here we go.
2: I got it right yeah, here. I don't know who went won one overall. Stand by. Oh, what? what
1: the, Wikipedia. Killing me here. Come on. 2011 NFL draft. There here
2: we, we go. go. Here we go. Drum
1: roll. Oh, I know who it was. Who was it a was it? quarterback?
2: What team? Like SEC? SEC? No, no, I said what team? What team oh, was picking? Oh, Carolina one? Panthers. Oh, Cam Newton. Yeah, 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 okay, okay. I was, I was like, what team? Who had the overall
1: pick? Yeah. Cam Newton, Von Miller, Marcel Darius, yes. AJ Green, Patrick Peterson, Julio Jones, Alden that Smith. That's
2: a filthy. pretty good top seven. That was a filthy draft. Good God, JJ wanted filthy. eleven. But, yeah, bro, I remember literally – because, I mean, I think everybody knew that Ken Newt was going to go one overall. That wasn't even a debate. I remember watching him, obviously, win a national championship. But that was the whole thing was is Denver, who are they going at two? Because we knew knew in Buffalo, okay, if they don't go Vaughn, Vaughn's coming here. So if they go Vaughn, then we go Marcel. Either way, we knew it was going to happen. So I'm just like, oh, man. But literally, they went Vine. I was able to go to the store buy the ring, and rest is history. So we're good. So shout-out to Denver. Shout-out to Vine. Thank you. (laughs) You, you, You'll forever be on my good list. I
1: love it. I love those
2: kind of stories. So then from there, man, my number two personal fan favorite of mine, man, anytime I get to see any of my uh, six-foot-and-under pass rushes, they kick a lot of butt for a long period of time, man. Yeah, yeah. So Elvis Doomerville. this is the guy I'm talking about, man. Because you remember now, when I told you about me, you know, watching Vaughn while he was out there in uh, Denver. Before Demarcus Ware got out there, his running mate was Elvis mm-hmm. Doomerville. Hmm? I was doing. I was going for seventeen plus sacks in a season. Like oh, was I'm nothing. familiar
1: with him. He used to give WVU all kinds of grief. Oh, when yeah, he was with in Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. yeah. So
2: literally, man, I would love his game. I would emulate his game as well. I, I talk to people all the time. Him, Debo, and Clay Matthews were the three that I would really study okay. and watch the okay. most. But when I realized how much stronger Debo was, I was like, "That's not really me." Yeah. Whereas with Doomerville, I'm like, Doomerville's is a little Similar bit thicker, body type. but he's a smoother rusher. He doesn't have a lot of power. He just uses leverage and speed. And I was like. Oh, this is, this is my guy. So, literally, I would try to do a whole bunch of the things that he would do, man. And it definitely helped me out. So, Elvis Doomerville is like my that. guy. Even though he had to snafu with the contract that ended up getting him to go to Baltimore, which was a crazy I thing. Know, Anyways, like uh, a fax machine snafu? How does that happen? And what? In like 2011 yeah, or 12? Yeah, yeah. Like, how does that happen? This is in 1982. No, it, it, was, it was just crazy. I'm like, bro, all you got to do is send the fax. <laughs> I mean, dude, like what, what's going on here? But, but because of the fax machine, he ended up going to uh, to Baltimore. But I don't classify him as a Raven. No, nope, me either. I classify him as a Bronco. He's a Bronco. He's a Bronco. So it's all good. But yeah, man. So that's why my man Dumerville is at number two for me on my list. And then at number one, man, you, you know my 5'2", man. It, 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 that's how it all started for mm-hmm. me, man. There was, when I decided I was going to play defense, mm-hmm. I said, okay, I got to find me a guy. And then there was this boy dog who was doing all these crazy speeches kicking, eating grass, you know what I mean, doing all this other stuff, man, doing this crazy little dance they call the scroll dance. I was like, okay, what is this, man? Okay, pool. I, I like it, though. Okay? Then I saw he had a number 52, and I said, you know what, man? You know, okay, okay. He said one thing. He said, man, it's not, with, it's not what I demand, it's what the game demands. That's what he was saying. It's not what I demand, it's what the game
1: demands. Sounds like another Baltimore Raven to me. It does. It does.
2: And the problem was this. NFL Network at the time in Virginia, when I needed to, to learn how to be a leader, because in college now – coach was like yo you're gonna be the leader sure. you gotta speak up you gotta be more vocal I'm like I don't talk that's not what I do you're gonna be Mr. Buck Buchanan yeah. right you, better, you better be a leader so what I did I watched NFL Network and you know who they would have constantly up there oh, all gosh. mic'd up giving speeches Ray Lewis Ray Ray <laughs> so yeah man Ray Lewis is my number one guy man because yeah dude I, the, the love and the affection that I have for him just grew that much more because he helped me become a better leader helped me become a better speech giver and, and those are the things I needed from him, man. So my top five, once again, man, Patrick Wilson at number five, T-Sizzle at four, Von Miller at three, Doomerville, Elvis Doomerville at two, Elvis Ray Lewis at one, and then my honorable mentions, yeah, man. Your
1: honorable? Give me your 37 honorable mentions that you got listed <laughs> over there.
2: <laughs> so it's pretty clear, man. I got d Boy, I got peasy I got Clay Matthews, I got DeMarcus Ware, and I got my dog, Sean Lights Out Merriman. Oh, those are some good ones. Because those are all my favorites, man. Those are some good ones. Some of them I got the opportunity to play with, coach by, Play against. But, yeah, those are my guys, man.
1: Yeah. Uh, listen, I, I mean, Ray Lewis and Suggs, you know. You know these were five favorite linemen. I the ones I admired, certainly. Yeah. There was the whole, you know, for me, too, with Ray Lewis. I Just the Miami thing, too. I and mean, Again, we're talking about the old Big East days. Guys oh, who used yeah, to just beat up on that, the Mountaineers
2: yeah. all the time. See, I think the reason why that never got me, because going to a 1AA school, I never had sure. that. like Because being a fan of Florida State before I went to college, it wasn't the same as if I would have went to Florida State. Right. Or maybe
1: even if, like, you lived in Florida and were a fan of— Like, if you would have grown up like a Virginia Tech fan. Right,
2: then— Yeah, but— in in Virginia, nobody really liked Virginia Tech until Vic got there, and then right. once he left, it was like I don't care about Virginia Tech anymore. Right? UVA was always like the the, the stepchild. No one cared about Virginia either. Hmm. So for me, it was I never had that type of like, connection is, to those schools.
1: Is that why too? I feel like there's a lot of Duke or UNC basketball yes, fans from absolutely, Virginia. Absolutely. Is it for that same reason? Because yes, just nobody absolutely. really Virginia and Virginia Tech. Yeah, and nobody they never really good cares. At basketball. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So you're either Duke or UNC. I me, mean, I'm a Duke guy. Just keep it clear. But that was the whole thing. But when it came to football, yeah, most of the time you you you're fans of of schools outside of the state. Interesting. Because it, I mean, now it's different for Virginia Tech because they have a plethora of seven five seven guys from like the hometown that are there. Mm-hmm. But. Other than that, man, you you never really cared about Virginia Tech like that because they, it wasn't like they were dominant either. Right.
1: They didn't become a national program until until, until Vic. Vic. Yeah, and yeah. then
2: Vic, because he's from the hometown, you're like, okay, well, now we got somebody to root I for. St- I still think that's their only national championship yeah, game. Absolutely, is
1: the mm-hmm. one that they lost to Florida State. Yeah. Funny enough for yeah, you, right? In this right.
2: Conversation. because for me, I was a Peter Ward guy, mm-hmm. and
1: remember, obviously, he yeah, got his best yeah. Peter Ward versus Michael yeah. Vic, that So, was the so best. that
2: was like my whole thought process with that thing, man. 99 but, national championship game, I think. Yes, right? 99. That was like think
1: that was one of the first because you know college yeah. football didn't even have a national championship Correct. game that was until one like of the 98 first, yeah so where it was, it was like, like on tv one. big deal yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: oh man i love yeah, this memory late stuff so so that was that was my whole thought process but that's i think why for me it never bothered me with some of these dudes and what they would do collegially just because man i'm like right. I, I never had that same attachment to where schools. i was the opposite like right. we've talked
1: about this when i was growing up football was a saturday thing in my yeah. family not a sunday thing like mm-hmm. yeah we all got home from church and we watched the steelers and we had our terrible yeah. towels but like we were going to Morgantown every Saturday, and it was Miami, it was Virginia Tech, it was Pitt, it was Boston College. You know those old Big East days. See, all those guys can kick rocks, all right. I could dig it,
2: man. <laughs> I could dig it. Well, now if you ask me, man, because I'm a GMU guy. Anybody that didn't had a good game for JMU, I think that's why I don't like WU because not not Ooh. not the recent one. Tavon Austin mm-hmm. when they played at FedEx, at FedEx Field. I was there. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, and I didn't play
1: in it. Obviously, I was in the league, but was that the year? Would that have been your year after you left, or yeah, two years? That maybe been two you were years, years that was into the league because that would have been okay. eleven.
2: You yeah. were not. Were you at that game? You were not
1: at that game. No, I was at that game. Okay. No, no, because
2: think man, that was during season for us. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So that's the only reason, man. But yeah, I, I was. Yeah. I was not a fan of that at all. No, you weren't a fan. I mean, I, 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 mean, like, yeah, I wouldn't have like, been a fan of Tavon like, Austin either. <laughs> they were just toying with them boys that day. I was like, I don't like him at all. I don't like He's from Maryland. I don't like him. I don't like him. I don't like him.
1: So everything on the table, everything we've talked about today, linebackers, AFC North, all 22, it's all on the table. Last chance to get those tweets in. At Wesley Euler, at TheBody52. the Body 52 Goodbye. we will wrap up your show, as always, with reaction on the other side. This is Steelers Blitz on SNR. sitting by the fire this is the
0: Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Moats on your 24/7 home
1: of the black and gold
0: SNR
1: Wrapping with your reaction as we always do on the twitter.com. Harry asks, "Best and worst stadiums to play in?" Arthur Moats. I'm getting. Can I go out on a limb and say worst was uh, the Oakland Coliseum? Well, see, for
2: me, funny thing that probably is. I never played. That's oh, the one stadium really? I didn't play in.
1: Wow, lucky yeah. you.
2: <laughs> well, but the thing was, I have. I've already played. Like in high school, we uh. So there is a uh, triple. It's a triple A baseball team down there, Norfolk Tides. And they have the baseball diamond, obviously, and it was a high school. Actually, Cam Chancellor's team. Okay. They would play there. And so anytime we oh. played Cam's team, you had to play on the baseball oh. diamond, man. You're getting cut up. It was the worst. I hated it. Oh. So for me, I got no lucky. Cam Chancellor's yeah. so tough. I got lucky not having to go to Oakland because I was like, yeah, I've already played on a diamond. I know what that feels like. It sucks. Yeah. It's the worst, it's no man. No fun. It is the worst. Can't keep your footing. Yeah. Best stadium you ever played in. Uh, Jerry's world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not talking fan experience, but just sure. amenities, just, yeah. the the allure of it. I mean, it's bigger than you, but like people, more so than Lambo. Yeah, see, like for me, just Lambo is old school. But Lambo, I was under, I was underwhelmed because I thought Lambo was gonna be bigger. Okay, you get to Lambo. Lambo is small. It is, and it sits. It's, I mean, it's, it's cool, in the middle like, of nowhere it's the, too. It's in the middle of a neighborhood. It, it is. It's similar to the Patriots. Yes. in terms of how you're driving by just residential yeah, like, homes, where, and where, and where am I going? <laughs> Like I think for me that was why Lambo. I understand the history of it, but I never. I was really underwhelmed by. I was underwhelmed by Lambo in Detroit actually, cause I thought. Uh, I thought Detroit was gonna be a bigger stadium, especially after seeing the Super Bowls and stuff that were played there. But when you get there, and you're looking at the stadium in the dome, you're just like, bro, this thing is tiny. Like, I, I can wave to the person all the way up at the top, like, and they can see me perfect. Like, this is this is too little of a stadium. Yeah. So I wasn't a fan of that. But, um, yeah, Jerry's World was insane. i sure. You talk about the scoreboard there, bro. It Ugh. it really looks like a spaceship, like, no exaggeration. Imagine if we just took South Hills Village Mall and just put it <laughs> <laughs> on a crane and just had it above the stadium. Like, that's what look, it It doesn't fit. It's just crazy, man. And, like, how big it is, man. You're talking, like, literally I wanna driving. Play, I want to play Mario Kart on bro, that big bro, screen so bad. Like, you, when, when we got to the stadium and you're driving your bus for 10 minutes, on the bus for 10 minutes in the stadium to get to the locker room, like, that's nuts. You, like, drive into the stadium and around yeah, the whole. like, like most places you drive to the, to the entrance of the like stadium. the loading dock. Right, the loading dock. You stop, you get off, and you walk. You it's grab your bag, room. and you walk. It's enough room for buses to pass each other in the stadium while you're driving. It's crazy. I've never seen nothing like it, man. That's, it's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. That is pretty cool. But then, in terms of atmosphere, obviously, like, best atmospheres, I would say uh, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Baltimore were mm. insane. Kansas City, mm. insane. Yeah, they in terms of like, their fans. Yeah. yeah. So, that, those would probably be how I rank them.
1: I like it. Yeah. I like it. Joseph says here, man, after listening to you guys, I'm surprised Mozi didn't go to Baltimore instead of Arizona. Oh, man. <laughs> Get him, Joseph. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> Him.
2: Listen, man, If if it would have been different before I came to Pittsburgh. Then I'd have been like, you know what, let's, let's hit Baltimore. But <laughs> after being in Pittsburgh, man, you can't go to Baltimore, man. It's just something you just don't do. I don't eat crab cakes. That's you know, right. You just can't do it. I don't like it. Can't do it. I don't have Old Bay anymore. No, that's a lie. I can't do it. I'll give listen, you the crab kicks, I'm not giving you the old Bay now. All right.
1: <laughs> Joseph also adds uh his top five favorite linebackers he's gotten to watch. Uh, number one is Lavon Kirkland, the reason I became Ooh, a Steelers fan. Okay. Number two, Ray Lewis. Number three, Brian Arlacher. Number four, oh, that's a good one. Derek Brooks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Number five, Joey Porter. <laughs> and he says,
2: honorable mention, Arthur Moats. Hey! It's funny though, he says uh, Derek Brooks So funny thing, I wasn't a Brooks fan I don't know really? what it was. I just never liked his game, Interesting. bro. Interesting. I never liked his game. Wait, he was a five-five guy. Wasn't yeah, it? absolutely. I, but but remember, for me, I wasn't a five-five guy back right. then. I was a five-two guy. That's true. That's true. But but I just I don't know. I never was a fan of his game. And people love him like you ask Vince Williams for example. He swears by Derek Brooks really? in terms of, like they hmm. people in Florida view Derek Brooks as like greatest linebacker all the time. Like
1: we talk about like Ray Lewis. Yeah, or, absolutely. Yeah. But that's how they view Jack him. Lambert. Yeah. But
2: for me, like I never looked at him that way. I don't know why. I just hmm. never I never viewed him that way. Hey. I was more of a Simeon Rice fan than a Derek Brooks fan. Ooh, Simeon,
1: yeah. Rice. Warren Sapp. I used to wear that the half sleeves. I wore the that half sleeves because insane. he wore half
2: sleeves. That defense scored three yeah.
1: touchdowns in a Super Bowl. It's nuts. <laughs> nuts. Nuts. <laughs> King Dusty said, "Who's the biggest draft bust in Steelers history?" I've oh, got. Oh man, I've got Lima Swede. Oh, you making us? You making us call him oh, out? Huh? Man, I ain't doing that. You making us call? <laughs> I will go with uh I will go with um what Tunch and Wolf has told have told me before. The answer to this question is a guy named Huey Richardson. Who's that? Who was uh, Chuck Knolls last first round pick okay. in 1991. Um but they like he was a edge guy. And they drafted him, and they tried to get him to play interior linebacker in, like, this new 3-4. He was only in Pittsburgh for one season, and then Bill Cowher came in, and and he was dealt to the Redskins. And he only, I think, played one season. So he had, like, two or three years. He was a 15th overall pick, and, like, two years later was out of the league. Yeah, that's that's, that's I'll, I'll go to I'll, well, I'll, I'll punch go to that that guy because has told me that before, so I, I can you know that's right. okay. I don't want to I'll, I'll go with that guy. Yeah, I don't want to throw anybody else under the But Come on, Not King. Happening. Come on, King he, But I mean, yeah, Lime is sweet. That was that was, a, that was a tough one. He was that dude coming out though. He was that dude coming he out for sure. Coming. He had a really nice block too
2: in the playoffs. Yeah, he was that dude. Oh man,
1: Don Juan, last one here says uh, I have to give credit where credit is due. He agrees with Mozi. He's got Atkins over Cam. He said the only reason Atkins doesn't get the credit is because
2: he plays for the Bumgals. Yeah, this is true, man. If he played anywhere else, he would be fine, bro. He, he would have way more respect from a league standpoint. Yeah,
1: I, I, you're right yeah. on that. That's just my black and gold glasses coming through. I ain't got no issue with it, man. Keep him right. <laughs> Keep him shined up. Speaking of keeping him shined up, tomorrow, Arthur Motes, we'll get into some more draft stuff tomorrow. Oh, We're yeah. going to talk oh, about yeah. best 10 draft picks in Pittsburgh Steelers history mm-hmm. and the best first round draft picks. Oh, yeah in Pittsburgh Steelers history. So we'll have some fun on the show tomorrow. It's also a three-question Thursday. It's also the return of our buddy Brian Beckham. I'm
2: going to say, man, he was on vacation for who knows how long, man. Didn't invite me or you, so you know what? He better at least have a nice
1: tan. Oh, better. He better at least have a nice tan or else he's going to catch these hands. That's how it is, man. (laughs) So we'll have some fun tomorrow as we always do on a Thursday. A bunch planned for you. So we'll talk to you then. You know the time. High noon as always. And you know where yins can find us on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steeler Nation Radio.